You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 181 with Kristen Pardue. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, everyone. I am super excited to have Kristen Pardue back on the show today. I wanted to do something a little bit different today. This is going to be so casual, and I wanted Kristen to come on to talk about prayer and why it is so important. Over you know the time frame that I've known her, she has shared some passing stories that um, she had prayed about, and then God revealed answers. And it's just been so amazing to hear what she has had to say that I wanted her to come on the show so that you too could hear her talk about it. I feel like it's very encouraging when you hear her talk about it. It almost makes you just want to be like, you know what, let's go pray right now. Or why wasn't I praying, you know, before or praying like this? And um, it's really inspiring just to hear what she has to say and how she hears the Lord speak to her and just kind of how she has had to learn to really trust the Lord and how she's seen miracles um, in her family um, by answered prayers. And so if you've been struggling um, and you just kind of have, you know, fallen away from praying to the Lord, maybe you feel like, you know, your problems aren't big enough or, you know, it's never going to get answered the prayer or just feel like, you know, the enemy is just against you. I really want you to walk away from this feeling encouraged. And I hope that it gives you some hope. I'm just listening to her story because even though Kristen has such a wonderful life, you will see like listening to her that she goes through trials as well and that everyone does. And, you know, life isn't easy all the time and that everyone deals with their own issues. So I hope you guys walk away feeling really encouraged to change your prayer life. Let's go to the show. Hey, you guys, welcome back to My Favorite Things. And since we are airing this during COVID-19, I decided to change it up a little bit on what I was going to talk about. But first, I wanted to say that if you did not hear the episode I did with Kristen before, it's episode 166. We go through a lot of products from doTERRA, products that I use during my weight loss um, journey. I lost 50 pounds in 10 months. We kind of just go through things and we, and she, she goes through other products too that I didn't take. Um, but if you wanted to hear more about that, make sure to go to 166 after this episode um, to just kind of hear in detail why some products are good and what they do and why they're beneficial. Um, so today I'm just going to mention a few products from doTERRA that we like. It's either we both like them or it's one of her favorites or my favorites. And the first one I wanted to talk about is one of Kristen's favorites. And it's an essential oil called Elevation. And it's perfect if you just need your mood lifted. And who doesn't need their mood lifted right now? Can I hear an amen? So <laughs> I wanted to read something that Kristen had posted. Uh, because if you're not familiar with oils, you may be thinking, I don't know why this is so important. I don't know what they really do. How can this really help you. So she wrote, inhaling essential oils stimulates the olfactory system. As the molecules reach the brain, they affect the limbic system, which is linked to emotions, heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, memory, stress, and hormone balance. So how awesome is that? Um, That oils can actually do that. Good quality oils. Um, So I just wanted to say that oils can make such a huge difference. So it's not just like this hokey thing that they're like, oh, here's these oils, you know, they do nothing. Um, So I wanted to read that to you. But how I would recommend um, using Elevation is using a diffuser. And you better believe that I'm using a diffuser almost every day in our household. Um, I've been diffusing balance a lot. Um, I've been diffusing it in the kitchen because that is now homeschooling headquarters. 
So we really need a lot of balance in our life right now. Oh, man. Anyways, I go off on that one. Um, I need to get back on track. Okay. So if you don't have a diffuser, but I will link the diffusers um, onto the show notes. If you don't have a diffuser and you don't want to buy a diffuser, you can simply rub it in your hands and inhale the oil. And that will help you as well. So I just wanted to suggest that as well. If you didn't want to get a diffuser, I totally get it. The next item I wanted to talk about is these oils. Kristen likes to say they're not magic, but they're mighty. And it's called Flume. And it stands for, um, well, let me spell it. It's F is in Frank, L-O-O-M. And I will break it down. So F is for frankincense. L is for lemon. O is for en garde. O is for oregano and M is for maluca. And these are all known to boost your immune system. And again, what better time to boost our immune systems, right? And so if you don't know how to use these, you can put them in a roller and you can also diffuse them and you can take them in a capsule. If this is all super overwhelming to you, feel free to email me, amber at mominspiredshow.com. I will totally break it down for you and help you out. Um, Cause I know this can be a lot of information if you are new to this or just not familiar with how it all works. So please email me if you're confused and you want to try these things. The last thing is what I like to use as part of my skincare routine. And I know this is Kristen's, one of Kristen's favorites as well. Uh, she is the one who got me hooked on this in the first place. And it's called Yarrow Palm. And what it is, it's a blend of Yarrow essential oil and cold pressed pomegranate seed oil. And what it's designed for is to be the go-to for a true inside out natural approach to aging, vitality, overall wellness, and the best way to get that glow. So here's the thing with Yara Palm. You can take it orally and you can put it on your skin. That's why they say it's a true inside out glow. I personally like to just save it for my face. Um, I take a dropper and put it into my moisturizer and then rub it together and then put it all on my face and then down my neck and on my chest. And I just feel like my face is so glowing after I put it on and I get so many compliments. There's a lot of times that I don't wear makeup, many times actually, um, and I just get compliments and I just feel like how you take care of your skin as well as how you eat and how much water you drink um, really reflects that. And so um, I just love using it on my face, but you can take it orally in a capsule and you can put it on your face. You can do either one or you can take both. Um, there is a travel kit that it comes in, in a smaller bottle and it comes with a body serum, a Yarrow Palm body serum, which is great to put on your stomach or your legs or your arms, whatever you want to kind of tighten up. And it also comes with these capsules. They're called cellular beauty complex. So if you wanted to save your oil just for your face and then take the capsules, that's kind of what I do. Um, there's so much good stuff in the cellular beauty complex, which I'm not even highlighting right now. Um, and there's immune boosting, boosting, um, properties in those capsules as well. It's not just for beauty. Um, so I just wanted to mention that, but if you wanted to try it out, it's less expensive to try it this way. And there are smaller bottles and, um, a container for the capsules. Then that way it gives you an idea if you like it. And if you then want to buy the full size products. So I'm going to link up the full size Euro Palm and then as well as the travel kit, but I did want to end on, if you guys are looking to help small businesses right now, especially mom businesses during this time frame, I would greatly appreciate you using my links that I mentioned to purchase these products. So if you found value in this episode and would love to show your support, head on over to the show notes for this episode. Um, or you can find these products on my website, mominspiredshow.com forward slash my favorite things. If you're not subscribed to the email list, you can do that 
by going to mominspartshow.com and then putting in your name and your email and then subscribe in that way. You have all of my favorite things in your inbox every week and you won't have to go searching for them. They will literally be at your fingertips. So if you purchase through my links, it just helps, um, you know, it helps the show keep going. So again, if you're wanting to show your support and help a small business and help a mom business, I would greatly appreciate it. It would mean the world to me, but let's go to the show. Kristen, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Thanks, Amber, for having me. I'm so excited. I am too. Um, but before we get into it, I do want to ask you um, a vacation question, as always. Um, and I like asking you because I know you've gotten to travel a lot with doTERRA. So it's always kind of fun to hear your uh, responses. So what would you say your favorite vacation spot has been and why? And this can be without, with or without kids. Yeah. So I would say my favorite has been to the British Virgin Islands. We got to go there. I won a trip there a few years ago and I'm just a beach girl, like tropical mm. vacays, sunshine makes me <laughs> happy. And we had our own, uh, they ran out the entire Peter Island for us. So we had this whole Island to ourselves and it was just gorgeous. And it was just the most fun time ever. So I know um, I think part of I think Peter Island at least has been partially, if not fully, destroyed. Unfortunately, oh. by the hurricanes that came in not too long ago. So I'm not so really sad. sure what that's like now. Yeah. But when I went there, it was amazing. And then I know you said one, yeah, but, but you went to for yeah. like tur- for like tourism and just like yeah. seeing the world. We went to Italy um, about a year and a half ago. We won a trip to Italy, and it was Lake Como, Italy. And then yes. we did L- Lake Como, and then my husband and I extended and went to. Uh, we went to Florence and Tuscany. So that would be my second favorite because Italy is just beautiful. Yeah, that's on my list. Um, my agency owner is going to Lake Como in the fall and I can't wait to, you know, see all the pictures and stuff like that. Um, there's just so many places, right? Like I always say this on every episode that I'm like, there's just so many places that I want to see in so little time. So um, let's jump into the show. Um, we've had you on the show before, but, you know, if people have you know, miss those episodes and stuff like that. And they don't know um, that much about you. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself, um, what your name is, where you're from, how many kids you have, and then we'll just kind of jump into a little bit of um, where you are today and like what you're up to. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know me, my name's Kristen Pardue. I live in Franklin, Tennessee with my husband and I have three little boys. I have a seven-year-old, four-year-old and one-year-old. And I'm I also run my own doTERRA business. Um, God's really just blessed my business. I'm also a holistic dietitian, so I help people feel better with food, being food as medicine, and help people have more energy. And so, yeah, my life is just Jesus, most importantly, and then my husband and children, my family, and then my business. And I'm just so grateful for all of it. Yeah. And so if you guys missed the episode, um, I'm trying, I'm blanking on what the episode was, but it was when I did the series, um, my weight loss series, uh, I had Kristen on and we talked about um, all the doTERRA products, the products that I use to kind of help me, you know, during my journey and stuff like that, not just weight loss products, but also just to, you know, overall health. And um, I'm trying to see if I can find it really quick. Um, Yeah. So if you guys want to check out that episode, it's episode 166. And so, and that was just in December. So Kristen was just on not that long ago, but I wanted to bring her on for a whole different reason. Um, She did mention that God really blessed her with doTERRA and just her business and we work out at Burn together. And so I see her a lot and it's just been really great to talk to her 
in between workouts and all that kind of stuff. And one thing that has uh, stood out for me with Kristen is that she has such a great prayer prayer life. And so I wanted to make this episode super casual. Um, I wanted to bring Kristen on the show because I wanted you guys to hear how she talks about her prayer life. I've had several, you know, just really good talks with you, Kristen, and just about like, you know, your past, even with your family, and then also your health and where you are today. And then also, you know, your business and, you know, how successful you are. And um, if you saw you, you wouldn't really know how successful you are. Like, I mean, you're, you're super humble, you're super kind. And um, I love that about you. And, um, and so I wanted you just to come on and kind of share it. Because like I told you before, I feel like if people don't really grow up in an environment where, they're taught to pray and to kind of just really lean on the Lord and have a strong prayer life. I think it can be intimidating and it can feel overwhelming. And it also, I think there's this balance of trying to figure out like, how do you ask the Lord for the things that you want without it, without treating it like it's he's Santa Claus, right? And it's your Christmas wish list. But, you know, he obviously put um, a desire into our hearts to want certain things. So, um, so I really think it's really cool when I just listen to you talk. So this is going to be super casual. And so what I mean by that is it's not going to be as structured as it normally is. And, and so I just want you to kind of like start talking about you can talk about whatever you want to talk about in regards to your prayer life. Um, like I said, um, your past, if it be your family or your health or your business, you can start with whichever topic you want first, uh, whichever one comes to you and just kind of walk us through. Um, I don't know, like maybe, maybe start with whatever is like at the top of your mind and that like, if somebody could hear this, that it would really encourage them in, in their life and, you know, to help inspire them to start praying a little bit more. So, uh, which one do you think you want to start with? Well, yeah, I'll just start by even just talking about why it's important to pray. And, you know, I think, you know, everyone's on their own different journey. So there's going to be such a vast array of people listening to this on on different parts of their own faith-filled journey. But, you know, when I think about prayer, it's just, it's, it's relationship with Jesus. You know, it's just, all it is, is just this, he's like our best friend, our savior, but he's our best friend. And so, I'll just like for someone that's maybe new to this, Mm -hmm. I like how I talk about it with my children, my seven-year-old, my four-year-old, you know, whenever they have questions about prayer, you know, like at night and when I put them to bed, I just say, Hey boys, make sure you talk to God tonight. Make sure you thank him for, for who he is and what he's done for you. Mm -hmm. And so like whenever I talk, like if my son's ever said, well, I don't know how, what to say. I'll just be like, talk to him. Like you talk to mommy. He's your best friend. You know, just talk to him. Like you talk to anybody. It doesn't have to be, I think that's the important thing is some people, they mm-hmm. hear these el- elaborate prayers or they yeah. hear, I don't know, maybe they've heard a pastor or, or somebody like just say this, like, yeah, this elaborate thing. And even the Bible talks about, it doesn't have to be tons of words or a lot of, um, elaborate things. Like it's really just having conversation just like you would with anybody. And instead I'm having that with Jesus. And and that's what faith is. It's, we don't see him, but we still believe. And that's what faith is. It's believing in what we don't, what we don't see. And so sure, I can't see Jesus in my room with me or, or sitting in the car with me, but I know he's there because his word says that he's always with me. And so I just, I, you know, I'm like, I see Jesus there with me and I start talking to him and I, you know, I just, 
I know that may sound weird for some people, but that's what that's what relationship with Jesus Christ is. It's a personal relationship. It's not, you know, God sent his son Jesus because we don't have to go through a priest or a pastor to Mm -hmm. get to God. Those people are great. They're great, you know, for us, but we don't have to use them to get to God. We that's why God sent his son Jesus to die for us and, and be raised, raised again so that because through Jesus, we relationship with Jesus Christ. That's how we get to God and eternal life in heaven. And so anyway, I, I just talked to him. I'm like, thank you. You know, so when I pray, I think the first thing that I always start out with is Thanksgiving. Like, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Lord, for everything you've done for me, for who you are, for create just this. Like, sometimes I'm just amazed at the the vastness of the, the earth that God created this earth and everything in it and the sunrise and the sunset it's just life in general. And I thank him for my children and I thank him for their health and I thank him for everything. And I think so often in life, because everybody goes through hard things in life, everybody has problems and trials mm-hmm. in this life, no matter what social media shows to people, yes. everybody mm-hmm. has trials. And I think so often it's like, it's so easy to get hyper-focused on the problem, hyper-focused on the struggle, hyper-focused on the hard that's going on in our lives, but we can't, what God's been reminding me, especially because last year was such a hard year for our family. We went through so many trials, but what God reminded me through every trial and like I would pray and ask God for strategy on how to overcome the enemy, how to overcome Satan during those Mm. trials. And the Lord gave me a dream one night. And in the dream, this was the strategy that he gave me to, for, to help overcome an issue that was going on with my four-year-old son. He's been, he had been battling this horrible issue for two, almost two years. And so in the dream, I was testifying. We do, we have this, a smaller church. Mm-hmm. It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger fast, but it's, it was smaller. And he had me t- in the dream. I was testifying to my church about what the <laughs> Lord had, had already done in Mason's life. Oh. And so it's easy when you're going through a hard thing because my first thought was, well, dang, well, what has God done for Mason? You know, because mm. because we hadn't seen the breakthrough yet. Sure. We hadn't seen the miracle yet. We hadn't seen the healing yet. And but it's like, but then he reminded me, okay, all right, well, Mason can Mason can hear, Mason can talk, Mason can eat, Mason can walk, Mason can play sports, Mason can go to school. You know what I mean? So it's like we sometimes forget, we take for granted the mm-hmm. things that God's done for us. Like without God, we couldn't walk or talk or do anything, but we yet we take those things for granted. Those are things to be thankful for, you know? And so anyway, I obeyed the dream. The strategy was to be to testify what God had already done for Mason. I obeyed and I testified in church about what the Lord had already oh. done for Mason. <laughs> because he had helped he yeah. had helped Mason with fear. Mason sure. had struggled with some anxiety and fear mm-hmm. and the Lord had helped Mason drastically with that. Wow. Well, anyway, we, my husband and I had prayed and fasted for that boy, love him so much. The Mm. past two, almost two years has been excruciatingly painful as a mom to watch my son struggle and be Mm. in so much pain. Long story short, it was two weeks ago at church, um, through our pastor, God gave a word through our pastor and our pastor said, I hear God saying that hit the father's love is going to heal someone's stomach issues today. Oh. The father, the father's love is going to heal gut problems today in somebody. Well, I didn't hear that word because my son was distracting me at the moment <laughs> during church, but I went back and watched the recording because I texted my pastor that afternoon. I was like, Mason's healed. I was like overjoyed and crying oh. because Mason was healed and I couldn't believe it. She was like, Oh my gosh. The Lord, God gave a word saying that he was healing someone's gut issues today. I was like, no way. So I went back and watched the recording. And sure enough, my son came in from children's church and 
into the main wow. main room. Fifteen seconds later, the word was given that God was about to heal someone's gut issues through the Father's love. Wow, that was about two weeks ago. My son is healed. It is a miracle. Almost every day, I start crying with oh. thankfulness because if anyone has been in our home and seeing how hard it's been, the trial it's been, it's like you. It is a complete miracle. Like his body is healed, and it is mm. a miracle from heaven. And so, it's a lot of times people you know, what the enemy would try to tell me throughout the past two years is like, it's never going to happen or you're mm. praying for nothing or, you know, you need to start doubting or is God really on your side or, you know, the lies from the enemy will come in your thoughts. But I just was like, no, God will heal this baby boy. I trust. I trust that he will. And I just kept praying and believing in faith that God would heal him. And he's healed now. And I'm still in awe. I'm still just shocked that God healed him, like completely healed him. And so, you know, through that journey, like it sure it was two years for some people, it may be two, two months, right. 10 years. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All I'm saying is don't ever stop believing in faith for God to do a miracle for you because he is still the God of miracles. You know, a lot of t- some people will think that miracles are just for the Bible days. Oh, mm-hmm. miracles are just for back then. Jesus right. did miracles. The, the disciples did miracles. That's just for back then. That's not for now. Well, I, I, I couldn't even count how many miracles he's done through in, in our church, just for my church people. And mm. it's a small church, but in my own family, just in the past few months, there's been at least three big miracles um, in my, in my, just in my little family. And so mm. anyway, people, people need to believe and pray that Jesus still performs miracles today. He, the Bible says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he didn't change just with time right. yeah. or, or, or culture. Yeah. He's the same. I was going to ask you, so with Mason um, on that day, so I obviously don't know the extent of like the symptoms and the issues he was having, but so later on after church, did it, was it that like his stomach or something like that would hurt every day? And then all of a sudden it was a matter of like, he was in no pain is like, how did you know? Like, whoa, like he's completely healed. Cause it, was it that obvious? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll just be specific. He had some trauma that happened to him a few years ago in regarding going to the bathroom. Mm. And ever since then, he associates going to the bathroom, number two, with pain, excruciating oh, pain. Yeah. So every time he'd go to the bathroom, it felt like like he was in, he'd cry, he'd cry oh, yeah. And, yeah. and it was not, it was not constipation. We've been oh, in wow. tons of doctors and all this. It was to the extent where excruciating pain, cry every time, We'd, um, oh he goodness. couldn't be potty trained with that, with number two, because he, yeah. it, the, because of the trauma that happened, yeah. he associates pain with it. So he'd have to put a diaper on. So there's lots of shame because he should have been, oh, you know, yeah. going in yeah, the potty. Right. He'd, so he'd never gone number two in the potty or anything. Yeah. And so he'd always bring a diaper to me to look, well, that day he just got up and went to the bathroom <gasps> on his own, locked wow. the door, went to the bathroom and was <gasps> fine. Wow. And he he always had, it was always, it was always diarrhea. I'm just oh, being TMI, yeah, T- yeah, TMI yeah. Right. but I'm, I'm just saying he had gut issues and I'm yeah, a dietitian. Like right. yeah. he, he was already gluten-free there. You know, yeah, we do, already took we, it do out. <laughs> yeah. we already do all the things health-wise for gut issues. So it was, there was nothing else we could have done sure. physically to help my child with his gut problems wow. and stomach problems. And I didn't realize how severe his oh. stomach problems were until he's healed because now it's like no pain, no mm. issues, like perfect, perfect. Like, and wow. the, whatever, I think there's some severe health issues going on with him, but God healed them all in, that, in an instant. It wasn't like this gradual thing. It was instantly healed. Wow. 
That is so amazing. I mean, that is really cool. And, and, that, and that's what I want people to hear because I'm sure there's some mom out there really struggling right now with her child, right? And, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask so that people kind of could have an understanding for you. Obviously, it isn't always like that. Sometimes it is gradual and stuff like that. And um, But that it was so obvious to you, you know, that you're like, wow, like he is healed. So that is really awesome. And um, yeah, and I didn't even know about that one recently. And so... Um, I, one one thing that stood out to me is um, I remember talking last year about your past and um, you know your your dad you 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 weren't really super close with your dad and stuff like that. Do you want to talk about that at all, or do we want to talk about something else? Like I said, this is super casual. I'm just trying to I want I want people because I'm trying to hit certain subjects that people probably struggle with. And I know that family dynamics is such a huge, um, you know, issue with people. And, um, I don't know. So whatever you want to share with your, your family life and your prayers and kind of, you know, what came out on the end and I don't know, and what the Lord shared with you during that time. Yeah. Is there anything specific about my biological father's story that you want me to share? Cause I'm happy to share it. Yeah. I hear there, there's something specific that I feel like Oh, I think like it was last winter that you were telling me something about, about him and that, and you were praying about it. Was it my thyroid? Oh, maybe let's go with that one. Let's just, let's just do it. And then (laughs) if that's not the specific one, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, but yeah, I think that does sound familiar. So let's, let's talk about that one. Yeah. So my biological father did not want me when my mom was pregnant with me, he wanted her to have an abortion with me and she just in her gut just didn't, didn't want to, I mean, what, what mom does, you know? And so anyway, they were in the middle of just marriage problems. Long story short, she did not get an abortion. Obviously they got divorced and he did not want to be my father. And so, so he just decided not to be my father. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so he rejected me and basically abandoned me as his daughter from day one. And a lot of people don't realize, but what happens when you're in the womb of your mother, that, that, affects you the rest of your life. Like, it's not like, oh, because you're a baby, you don't remember it. It still affects your spirit and your soul Mm. and your emotions. It affects you. Like that baby's not just numb to the emotions of the mom or what's Mm. going on in the atmosphere back then. Yeah. And so late, so basically the Lord's revealed to me that there was a spirit of abandonment and a spirit of rejection on me since the day I was, you know, abandoned by my biological father, because that's not the way God ordained it. It's like, you know, a mother and a father are, God created them to be one and to love their children. And so when you break that, when you break that, God's designed for a family, then, you know, the enemy can have a heyday and cause children subconsciously to feel unloved, to feel Mm -hmm. rejected, to feel abandoned. And so I basically my whole life without realizing it operated out of rejection. Like, like, like there was, I can just even see it in my childhood. Like I didn't, for some some reason, even if I wasn't left out, I, my mind could always come up with a scenario mm. of how I was left left out, and it's because there was a spirit of rejection on me that stemmed from my father. Um, so I would always cut, somehow feel left out or rejected in any situation, and that need and there. But there's hope for that, and that lately, as an adult, I'm 34 years old now. God, Jesus has just healed my heart around so many things, and so last August, I think it was my or July or August, my biological father out of nowhere, I found out I got a phone call from my brother. I was like, he's in the hospital, he's going to die today, and mm. I'm like, I start sobbing because mm. we. 
Well, one, we've never had a relationship because he didn't want a relationship with me. But two, like all those emotions just surface, you know, like, oh my gosh, like he's about to die. And the thing is, is a week before, a week or two weeks before he died that day, God had told me to write a letter to him telling him I forgiven him for not being a good father to me. Mm. Well, I never got to write that letter because I was out out of the country when I, I, I heard that from God. And so I just hadn't gotten around to doing it just yet. And so I was like, oh, no, I don't have that closure with him. And you're letting him know I forgive him and, and that it's okay and that God still loves him no matter his mistakes. And so I called my brother. And I was like, can you talk to the family? Because he was remarried with the family and they still, um, long story short, my biological father still ex- still kept my brother but didn't ever want me. So my brother was still a part of that family. Anyway, it's confusing. I know. Yeah. So I, call, <laughs> I called my brother and I said, can I talk to him? I can I, can I, can you find out if I can talk to him? Because I just want to have closure with him before he dies and let him know that, you know, I just wanted to share God's love with them and that it's okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, well, he called my brother, called me back and said, I'm sorry, Kristen, they won't let you talk to him because they don't believe that you're really his daughter. Oh my goodness. And they, and they don't <sighs> want you to have anything to do with him. And long story short, that rejection just hit me harder than yeah. it's ever hit me. And I was sobbing <sighs> and I'm like, you know, I don't even get that closure with my, my own biological father. And especially like that, I mean, yeah, I don't even know where he's going to go when he dies. You know, yeah. I don't know. And it, it was just, I wanted to talk to him and tell him it's going to, you know, just have that closure and that no hard feelings and it's okay. And you're loved. And, but, um, anyway, so a lot of anger tried to try to come up in my heart towards that family that wouldn't let me talk to him and have that closure. And I saw the enemy's plan in that moment. The, the plan was to get bitter towards them and to get mm. angry and, and resentful and bitter. Yeah. But, but God's like, has always reminded me that bit, bitter and bitterness and resentment only poisons me. It yeah. hurts me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm literally like crying on the sidewalk as I'm on the, as I'm dealing with all my emotions that day. And I'm, I'm just basically shouting out, but it praying, but shouting, <laughs> I forget, I forgive them for, they don't know what they've done. I forgive them for, I don't know what they've done. But they don't know what they've done because the Bible tells us that this battle is not against flesh and blood. The battle is not against them. The battle is against, you know, Satan and, and the, his rulers and principalities is what mm-hmm. the Bible says. And so I just I was like, I'm not letting the enemy win. I'm not going to go into bitterness and resentment here. So I forgave them in that moment. And I came home and I started I was in my bed crying that that afternoon. I found out he, he died and I was crying because I didn't get that closure or anything. I turned over on my looked at my nightstand. And I take a, it's a prescription, but it's, it's a thyroid prescription, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's a more natural one. It's called armor. It's, it doesn't oh, yeah. have anything. I took it when I was nothing, pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing synthetic in it, but it's still a prescription that I have to take. And I've always, I've done everything physically and nutritionally that you can do to heal your thyroid and it's still not healed yet. Um, well I heard not audibly, but the thought was so strong in my head that I knew it was God. Um, and I just know when he's speaking to me and I turned over my bed as I'm sobbing mm. from all of that. And I heard so clearly that's from rejection. And so the Lord and I have mm. a book that talks about the spiritual roots of disease. So like basically the book talks about how 80% of diseases have a spiritual root component to them. So sure, we need to do the things physically and nutritionally. But if you don't deal with the spiritual root, then you're like, for example, my thyroid, I've done everything I can to heal my thyroid. It's not healed yet. 
And the Lord told me that it's rejection that's caused me to have a hypothyroid, a low thyroid hormone. And so I'm believing in faith that as the Lord's healing my heart from rejection from my father and just how deep that goes, that wound goes as he's healing my heart, that I'm going to be healed, my th- that eventually soon my thyroid is going to be healed. And so I'm just praying in faith over that. And just every day I'm like, thank you, Lord, that I'm accepted and loved by you, that you chose me and adopted me as your daughter. I'm a daughter of the, of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I thank you for healing my thyroid and, and for healing any leftover residual rejection in my heart. I thank you for healing that God. And I just trust and believe that as he heals my heart, that the, the thyroid will be healed, um, as well. So, um, but that's kind of the story of what happened with my biological father and, um, just kind of the side things that have come from it. But, you know, a lot of people have maybe, even if their parents were there for them mm-hmm. physically, like on, you know, in their home, right. you know, there's people mess up and sometimes mm-hmm. parents didn't nurture them very well, or they didn't tell them they loved them, or they didn't just snuggle them and show affection towards them. And so, you know, the only person that can love us the way that we really need to be loved is Jesus. And so it's really just accepting, you know, his love, accepting the father's love, God's love. And it's for me, I had to ask God, through prayer for revelation of his love. So obviously my life showed that my mind believed that I was loved, but my life, I didn't live out. Like if we really lived, knew, like had revelation of God's love for us, then we wouldn't ever worry or fear or anything like that because the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. And so I ask God in prayer every day, God, I ask that you give me greater revelation of your love for me. Show me just how much you love me. Well, I pray that in faith all the time. And he's just like blown, blown it out of the water. Like the way he shows me how much he loves me, giving me revelation of his love for me is really just healing all those broken pieces of my heart from, from my childhood in a way that only he could do like nobody else. Like my husband can't feel those, those, those places. Like a lot of times we expect our our spouse or our children to, to meet those needs that are those and to heal those wounds for us. But we, the father, our God is the one that actually has to heal those wounds. If, and we have to let him, we can't expect somebody else, a physical person who's not perfect to, to meet those needs for us. Mm -hmm. Sure. They, sure. They should love us and cherish us. I'm not saying that, but but they're still imperfect people and they're going to, they're going to mess up. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I love that. I love that you gave us an example of how you asked for that. And that's great. Um, I was going to ask you again, what was the name of the book that you were saying with the diseases that are connected to certain emotions or something? It's called a more excellent way by Dr. Henry Wright. And he actually has an online uh, in-person retreat, but my husband and I couldn't do that this year. So we did their online retreat obviously in person would be better, but it's on their website. It's be in health, B E I N health.com. It's called for my life retreat. My husband and I bought the online version and we did it together. I think it's really important that if you're married, that you do it with your spouse Yeah, because it gets, it gets to the root of a lot of things. And Mm. we did that. We literally, we completed it. I thought about this the other day. We completed it. And I think it was like the next day that my son was healed. (laughs) My Mason was healed. Yeah. I'm going to put that all in the show notes because I think people will want to reference that. And, um, I think that's really great because I do think that makes such a big difference. Um, especially with you, because I think you are so good at like, uh, narrowing down on what you're consuming, so I feel like you're really in tuned on what things you kind of should stay away from. And so the fact that you were still having issues, right. And, and you really are good at like honing in, especially even with your, like you said, with your son and, and you eat really clean for the most part and all that stuff. And so 
I want to point that out because it is easy to think like, well, did you, did she do this? Did she do that? And, and you are really good about that. So it is interesting to think that sometimes if you've cleaned all of that out and you're still having issues that we have to kind of really go to, you know, the mind and, and what emotions are we holding on to or what, what's going on subconsciously in our minds and stuff like that. So, um, that's why I want to make sure I put that in the show notes. So that's great. Um, Okay. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is your business. And so, um, you have a lot going on and you just launched your, your personal website, um, again, and you have fun things just happening. And so one thing that stood out to me when we were talking maybe a few weeks ago, um, and you were just kind of saying, um, you were, you were talking about, um, asking the Lord to bless your business, but you were also asking him to like talk. I think you were trying to figure out though, what direction though you were supposed to be going in. So can you share a little bit about that, like that scenario that we're talking about? Does that even sound familiar to you? What I'm, what I'm referencing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I can talk about how I pray about my business for sure. Cause I'm sure there's people that are just struggling and they just are like, okay, is this the right direction? How do I know? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then you're kind of like going down, um, maybe, a dead end road. Right. But you don't know. So then you're kind of like, was that not God? So I'm just curious, like how you go about things, right. Trying to figure out, uh, was that really not the direction I was supposed to go in? Um, you know, cause it was that more my own doing that I was trying to make happen or whatever. So like, t- tell us like how you have tried to navigate all of this, especially because you are successful in this sense. And, you know, and I think you're just trying to do more and more projects. And so I'm curious, like how you navigate all of that to try to figure out where does the Lord really want you? And then how do you go about asking him to bless what you're doing? Yeah. The word that just keeps coming up right now for me is especially, I mean, in any area of my life, but now I know we're talking about business is, is, is trust. Like, do I trust him with my business? Do I trust him with my future? And I mean, I am not, not saying I'm perfect in any of this. I'm literally just learning just like everybody else is learning. But really what he's been speaking to me about is like, Kristen, do you trust me? Because, you know, with business or our finances, it's easy to start worrying or, you know, trying to figure it out. Like, cause my whole, the way I've always operated is like, I got to figure this out right now. I need to figure out the answer, figure out what went wrong, figure it out. And I've just been learning like the Lord's like, no, Kristen, you don't always have to figure things out. (laughs) Like a lot of times what he wants me to do is just surrender that to him and, and, and then actually leave it in his hands and trust him with it. But, um, but obviously we still have to take action. We still have to do things. And so I, I'm not saying I've done this perfectly, but you know, it's, it's really like, like, instead of being afraid that I'm going to make the wrong decision or make a mistake in this area, I'm going to go, I'm going to follow peace with whatever I've prayed about. Like, okay, God, is it, are you wanting me to do this? You know? And if I have peace about it, then I'll, I'll go with it. Even though I haven't heard clearly that this is what I should do in my business. Uh, if I have peace about it, I'll go with it. And I trust that if it wasn't him, if that's not what I'm supposed to do, then he'll correct me or he'll mm-hmm. just close the door or whatever he needs to do to shut it down. But the point is that he's shown me through all of it is like, Kristen, I just want your heart and your trust in all of this. And, and when we start worrying or fearing over our businesses, our finances or anything like that, it's kind of not, it's kind of a dangerous place to be to start worrying about it because what we fear, we actually attract. So what we fear draws near. So if we worry about financial meltdown or we worry about our businesses just falling apart or whatever, we'll be careful because then you could actually 
make that happen because you're fearing it because, you know, um, what you fear, you attract that. And so, and so i try to pray in faith over my business or my finances or the people that God has put in my path, um, the people on my team and things like that. And so instead of, I, it's easy for me, especially in the past to get, Oh my gosh, am I making the wrong, wrong decision? I just want to, I want to do this right. No, I'm going to follow the decision with peace. And if, if it, if it gets shut down, then I trust, okay, that, you know, that's all right. Like he's, he's doing it. Like, I don't have to do it all. I just have to put it, put it in his hands and he'll do it. You know, a few years ago I was praying about, all right, God, I, I, I want to help my team that you've blessed me with. Like, what, what do I do? Like, will you give me strategy on how to help my team? Cause I, I'm at a, I'm at a point where I don't know how to help them anymore. And what re, soon after he gave me a dream one night and in the dream, I was on a, I was hosting a team beach retreat and pouring into these women at that beach retreat. And that was three years ago, or that was four years ago, but we we've done, we've had two beach retreats behind us now and they've been so fruitful and they've been so, so good for my team and they've been so fun as well. And so, you know, he does give us strategies for our businesses as well. And, you know, my husband and I, both dream at night and we, the, you know, the Lord gives us both dreams. He's been giving us dreams just this week about our businesses. And it doesn't mean that we always understand what he's saying, but sometimes it is clear. And when it's not clear, we're like, Hey Lord, I trust that you'll show me what that meant, what that dream meant, what you're trying to speak to us. And, and so I, the key is just trusting him, which is, I'm not saying it's easy, but I, I'm learning how to trust him more with every area of my life, but in business and specific in particularly, um, you know, just, you know, I just got asked to speak at doTERRA's big leadership, leadership conference next month. And I'm coming up with a presentation right now. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this what I should talk? They gave me a topic to talk about. And I'm just asking him to help me write it. And when I speak on stage that he'll speak through me and just all that, all those things. And it's really just, I trust that I had peace about saying yes to it. You know, whether you speak or not, like I had peace about it. So I went with it. And so I just think following Pete, pray about every decision, especially big ones. And then if you don't know what to do, just follow peace. You really can't go wrong just following peace. Right. You talk a lot about dreaming, right? So do you feel like that started um, happening recently or do you feel like he's always spoke with you, spoke to you through dreams? Like, because here's the thing. I bet you there's people thinking, okay, so I don't really know when he's talking to me? Like, is that me? Is that my subconscious? I don't know. And I feel like it's very clear for you because you really have honed in on kind of like when you were saying with the thyroid medicine, you're sobbing and then, but you knew it was very clear that it was from the Lord, even though it wasn't audible, because I think you are now familiar with, with that, right? So people who are not used to this, right? And maybe, maybe they're not dreaming yet. I don't know. But like when you first started realizing the Lord was speaking to you, like, how did it, how did it look to you? Like, how did you start to really be like, okay, this is the Lord speaking to me. Like, this isn't just me. I don't know, like subconsciously talking to myself. Like, how did you start having the confidence that you're like, this is the Lord speaking to me. So I'm just curious about that. Cause I'm sure people are like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know when he's talking to me or not. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to get in a quiet place and with God, like we're actually, my husband and I are about to clean out or really clean out our closets. We have pretty big closets, but clean them out. And that's going to be like my prayer closet where I'm just going to go and sit. Cause I have three little ones. So I have to get away and right. hide um, <laughs> and get away and sit because getting in that secret place with God where you can really just have that personal relationship. And then like, I like to journal my prayers or what mm. I hear. 
and then just like talking to him, thank him for all he's done. And then you can ask him questions, you know, whatever you feel like the Holy Spirit's leading you to ask. And then I just stop and I listen. And then what mm. thoughts come into my head, I'm not saying every thought's from God sure, after that, I'm sure. not saying that at all. But if that thought aligns with scripture, aligns with the Bible, aligns with the word, that's probably from God. And if it's mm. a thought that comes in and it does not align with the Bible, then it's probably not from God. Sure. But as when it comes to, you know, and, and, you know, at the very beginning, I felt like I was doubting. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I hear from God or I would say things like I don't hear from God. And my pastors would correct me and they're like, Kristen, but you do. And you've got to stop saying that you don't because your words are powerful. So it's really not good to even say things like I don't hear from God or I don't, yeah. I don't think I do. Instead, just being like, thank you, God, that you're teaching me how to, you're teaching me how to hear you. Thank you that I hear so clearly from you. And then it's just like learning. It's just been a learning opportunity ever since. And especially during the day, whenever your mind's like going non, you know, nonstop. And, but you know, the thought that comes in, if it, if it, you know, it, and it's also learning like, okay, what kind of thoughts could be from God, which kind of thoughts could be from the, the devil and which kind of thoughts could be my own fleshy thoughts, you know? And God's not going to say things like, oh, you messed up. I'm mad at you. You know, that's the obviously the enemy. So it's also reading the Bible and staying in scripture every day and knowing who God is and what he says to be able to discern, okay, is this thought from God or is it from the enemy and so forth? Because if we don't know the word, then how are we going to know what God's saying to us? Because we have to know what kind of person he is by reading scripture, by staying in the word. So for me, that's absolute must. And then in regards to dreaming, I started going to this, our new church started as a house church. We actually had at our house every Friday night and a lot of Sundays, um, three and a half years ago, my husband and I started going to this church and it's gotten, we have a building now it's gotten a little bit bigger. Um, but people in my church would talk about these dreams that God given them. And, and sometimes they were warning dreams. Sometimes they were, you know, dreams that were going to happen in the future. Sure, like prophetic dreams, just different mm-hmm. types of dreams. I'm like, well, I want to dream. Like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. I want right. to dream. Well, all I had to do was ask. So mm-hmm. I just started praying and like, God, will you give me dreams at night that are from you? Because everybody has dreams. Well, not everybody, but many people have dreams, and not all dreams that I have are from the Lord. Like some are some be some can be from the Lord, some could be sent by the enemy to cause fear, and then some could just be my own weird dreams, you know. And so it is take it it takes practice really just to be able to discern who was that dream from, but there's some videos I've watched and some books I've read on the subject to really help me. But I, I just started asking God to give me dreams. And so did my husband. And first I started having tons of dreams and he really didn't cause he wasn't asking for them. And then he was like, well, you're having all these dreams. So he started asking and now he dreams all the time now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, so some of the dreams are warnings. Sometimes mm. that God's re- revealing the state of my heart, letting me, mm. he's convicting me in my dreams. Sometimes he's showing me things that are going to happen in the future. Sometimes it's, this is what's going on. This is the enemy's plan for your child and you need to pray against it. So sometimes mm. it's a dream, something oh. bad happening to one of my children, for example. And it's not to cause fear. It's like, like oh, well, prayer is powerful. So I'm going to pray against the enemy's plan for my child and you can mm. turn it around through prayer. Interesting. I love that. Yeah. So we just need to start praying to get messages yeah. through dreams. I like that. Prayer prayer really is powerful. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how can you even get to know God more if you don't mm-hmm. talk to him, you yeah. know? And if just ask him. So yeah. it's really just as easy. Like I think people just they're like, "Oh, it's God. He's so yeah. big and <laughs> mighty and he's scary maybe. I don't know, but it's like 
okay, would a little child come to their parents and and ask for something that they wanted mm-hmm. or talk to them about their needs or their love or how much they love them. Well, that's how we're supposed to be with our father and our, our heavenly father. It's like, like a little child. Like the Bible says that to enter the kingdom of heaven, we have to enter as a child because children, they don't worry about their needs being met. They don't mm-hmm. worry about, am I going to get fed or dressed today? Or they just don't worry. They're so carefree. And that's how God wants us to be with him. Just so carefree that he's going to take care of us. And he loves us so much that he's going to work everything out for, out for our good, for those that love him. And so I think it's just kind of a mindset shift of how we view God. Um, and, and just reminding like, Hey, if our, if our children would come to us with, for this, or, you know, our children just trust us. Like we need to trust our heavenly father. Cause how even more that he loves us and our children. Right. Yeah. That is such a good point. Like how, if you could just look at it and I know that we're supposed to be childlike, but it, that is, that, that is very hard to remember to be like that. But, um, using our kids as an example that they just come to us. Right. And, um, and they bring their needs and their wants to us and stuff like that. And, and that's how we should be, uh, with God and, and in our prayers. But I think we kind of really hold back and stuff like that. So, and this is the whole point of why I wanted you to come on the show, because I really wanted to give, you know, women the permission to really start praying. Cause I think people kind of just, they hesitate or they're just like, I don't know, or there's other people with bigger problems. You know, I mean, there's just so many reasons why people may be like, ah, I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all of this with everyone. Um, I just, I think it will inspire people, encourage people to start praying more, praying bigger um, than what they're doing. And I'm, I always enjoy having you on the show. Oh, well, thank you. It's been so much fun to be on here and thanks so much for having me. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.